0: and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started all right welcome everyone to a new podcast episode of the podcast of evolution regardless oh my god i have to stop saying that phrase (laughs) it just got stuck with me But anyway, um, we're going to be talking about another right of the Personal Bill of Rights right now, and that is right number 28 that states that I have the right to change and growth. We all have that right. We all have the right to change and growth and becoming a better... Sorry, that was unexpected oh my god um but we all have the right to change and be uh becoming a better version of ourselves and and all in all growth and meeting new people and trying new opportunities and it's just part of life you know it's part of growth it's part of going through different cycles of life and you know, change and growth actually apply in several various different situations. The most, I think, prominent, prominent way that a person can uh, change and grow is when they're abroad, like when they're away from their parents' house, and when they actually attempt to move out. Like that's the biggest way someone can change in a whole lot of ways and grow um, before actually getting married and settling down with someone else and starting a family. I think a phase that is before that should be just moving out of the parents' house and renting somewhere, you know, getting to know, uh, you know, making friends, getting a new roommate, and learning to cook recipes, and mess them up a little bit, and pay the bill, pay the bills, uh, learn how to pay the bills, learn how to take transportation alone, uh, learn to take different routes every day, every time, um, you know, me- meeting new different people with different cultures in this different place that is totally different than the uh, environment that where you're you have grown in or even better a, another country like visiting another country definitely helps a lot with getting to meet people with different. Uh, religions with different cultures or different traditions with different uh, mindsets, and it's all just basically a very in, extremely enriching experience for someone to have the opportunity to change and grow and to become a better ver- version of themselves and to try a different job, to try a different uh, where uh, you know, a place they can stay, they can. And, and they can grow you know every single experience out there is just made for us as an opportunity to, to grow and to be more responsible be open to different uh, opportunities and networking with different people and it's just all great but what we find ourselves doing a lot of the times man i keep saying a lot of the times it's like i have no other expression other than a lot of the times oh my god More often than not, um, we don't admit this to ourselves. We do not say out loud or admit to ourselves within our heads that we do have the right to change and grow. And why? Because we're stuck. We feel like we're stuck and helpless and hopeless. And there's no way out of this narcissistic trap that we've been put in. Um, Be it when, if someone is still living with their parents, or someone who's stuck in a narcissistic, abusive, emotionally abusive relationship that is taking a toll on them, or a sexually abusive relationship, or a physically abusive relationship, or a job that is literally... Uh, the hub, or should I say, the sanctuary for the narcissistic boss to uh, spread their narcissistic um, traits everywhere and just make them contagious. Uh, The problem is, we're not, like, I'm going to speak in as much brutally, honestly, as I can, can. we are not, like, choosing to not have the right to change and growth. We're not choosing to not to think of ourselves as creatures or human beings capable of change and growth or even just having the right to change and growth. We are the victims, the survivors. We are used to the idea or should I say, have met constantly this idea, this concept, this term that we're not worthy. Like we're not really worthy of change. We're not worthy of growth. We're not capable of change. We're not uh strong enough to handle change and all that it takes, all the risks it takes, all the mistakes it takes, all the responsibility all the all the wrong decisions and right decisions and wrong choices and right choices to make, and growth and all that and and all the sacrifice we have to make and all the things we have to give give up in order to grow, and all the people we have to cut out in order to grow, and all the Obstacles you have to overcome in order to grow, and all of that. we are trained and programmed to think that that we're just not eligible for change or growth, that we are not that the world doesn't care. Like, if we change or grow or if we happen to talk in an exciting manner that, like, there's an opportunity for growth and change and um, prosperity and strength and responsibility and all that, it comes it really becomes difficult for us to accept the idea that we actually do have a right to change and growth. Oftentimes, when we share an opportunity with a narcissist, and I've had this happen to me a million times, should I say, with my family, and... When I share news around, and it's only for the purpose of just being listened, it's only for the purpose of appreciating or just being grateful for me or just showing any type of encouragement that would actually push me to go forward with this opportunity and maybe even apply or just something. You know, just step it up a notch or do something and just, you know, participate in the opportunity. I don't know. Um, what I get often, or should I say 90% of the times, is those looks. Those looks, those stares, that belittling side, undesirable look of disgust and um, disappointment and it's, I mean, it's its really mixed, it's not really purely, like, disgust and disappointment, but it's, like, it's mixed with fear, I guess, fear, anger, um, rage, um, fear of abandonment, um, lack of empathy, because... They're clearly not as happy as you are for yourself. Um, just, it's really a mix, a mixture of those, like, you know, feelings. And they expose themselves. Like, those feelings, those desires, those malicious um, things, they can, they are surfaced, like, they appear. You know, this person who's showing contempt towards me for whatever reason, me sharing this news with them, is actually exposing them. Their body is basically exposing them. Their body language says a lot. Even if they're just silent, even if they're just staring like that and have no words to say, their bodies show a lot, let me tell you. The facial expression, the eyebrows... The way they're pointing towards each other and down low, the eyes, the way they're squinching together, the 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 nose, the way that it, the exhale is heard loud and clear, and the lips, the way they're scrunching together like biting a freaking piece of wood or something. Um, the strong saliva swallowing is just too strong, it's even he- hearable. <laughs> um, the rest of the body, uh, let's see, the legs might be violently shaking before and then all of a sudden they stopped when you share, or the opposite. Or hands, they might clench the fist a little bit. Uh, There's some sort of redness, there's some sort of warmth in their uh, temperature. You can feel it when you're near them. Um, The way they lean back instead of lean forward, because leaning forward actually shows you that they're interested and they want to hear more and they're really genuinely happy for you. But when they lean back and they suddenly cross their arms and they cross their legs, you understand that they're not as interested anymore they're pretty much defensive they're taking their uh they're taking their words back like they're not interested anymore they don't want to listen they're defensive they're distant they're emotionally and physically distant whenever you share those types of news and i mentioned in an episode sharing is not carrying around the narcissist i th- suggest you you listen to it because it's awesome and i would love you hear it so thank you <laughs> but anyway um you know you notice a lot of that hatred expressing itself in their body language and without them even having to say a word without them expressing that contempt or uh, resistance or... There's, there's a similar word I kept looking for in my head, but I kind of lost it. Um, resistance and... Resentment, yeah. Resentment towards you. Like, they just keep it to themselves. They might express it a little bit. Like, they might say something like, oh, you're not going to be good at it. You're not going to be... Like, um, you better put your feet on the ground. You're not really... It's too tiring out there. It's too exhausting for you to step it out a notch and to be there. Um, There are so many responsibilities that you're going to have to take. It's not going to be easy, you know. There are a lot of people who are going to stab you in the back. And you're going to have to take a responsibility over that. And you're not old enough to take care of yourself. You're not capable of managing that. You're too delicate. You're too sweet. You're too gentle. And they'll say all sorts of things that will make you feel shit. they will make you feel like SHIT about yourself. And it's just terrible. It's just absolutely terrible. And the most shocking thing of all is when you notice that you're receiving these messages from the closest people to you. Like, and the worst case scenario, or the worst cases are if you receive it from a family member or your romantic partner who's supposed to be someone you're really, really close to and you're really, uh, you know, intimate with. And someone you supposedly trust. And especially if it's, if it's your spouse. So that is really, really bad. And it's so cruel cool to have to listen to those messages and receiving them on a daily basis, even. Or every time you try to talk about the same topic and hoping for a different, um, a different, better reception on their end. Like when you're hoping for a different reaction this time on their end. All you're receiving is the basic, same, S-H-I-T things, and it's just so freaking tiring, and it's so draining, and it's so exhausting to just be like that, and it's just so, uh, like, even just speaking, like, makes me want to sigh at this time, because I just remember how exhausting it would feel, like, it would be such a nightmarish 10-minute experience of me being trashed in front, like in plain sight, like you are just being trashed, like you're, you're, you're basically molded into the shape of a trash can in plain sight, instead of someone who is worthy of hope and attention and dreams and someone who's capable and someone who's a dreamer and someone who is um who has a lot of potential who has so much to to think about and so much to dream of and so many opportunities and a lot of growth and change which require a lot of sacrifice and a lot of um obstacle facing and a lot of you know um uh, haters removal <laughs> but all in all for them to treat you like that for them to to blame you, belittle you, make you feel like shit basically whenever you share. Uh, important things and and they have these things like these ways that they do when you're trying to to share important things to you they make those things sound so futile and so unreasonable and just so out of out of the blue like they make it sound too good to be true basically And just unbelievable because of your capabilities, your creativity, your projects, your, your, your. And they question everything that you've done for your life. And and you feel like absolute crap because of that. Think about it. What if you had average grades all your life? You weren't really that much of an excellent student. A lot of the times, for example, they'll take that as a reason and they will scold you for it. Not just blame you, but literally scold and insult you for it because you had bad grades or average grades or not so excellent grades anyway, but just grades that allowed you to succeed anyway, they will just take that mumble it and fumble it around and throw it back at you right in your face and you have to accept it you have to deal with it you have to handle it as though something normal and they'll take that as a reasonable justification of them blaming you like it's justified like it's reasonable like it's right for them to do that to you when when it's undoable like you cannot undo those grades anymore you cannot go back to the past and change those grades or those uh professors who taught you or that school where you studied or whatever or those friends who emotionally abused you or your fucking family who emotionally abused you and left you Totally lacking self-esteem that you fucked your exams and you got those fucking bad grades. And I'm cursing a lot right now because it's so painful. It's just so painful to be in that position and I've been there. Like you'll literally be humiliated. Literally feel like a freaking... Uh, how do we say it? Uh, a used very, very used and very, very old tissue that all it does is mops the floor. And you feel like that all your life growing up. But then you become to realize that, well, there's no hope for me. It's useless. I mean, I I failed. I failed satisfying them i failed reaching their expectations i obviously am not good enough i might as well stay the way i am and just be like this and i'm not gonna change i'm not gonna grow it's just me i'm gonna be like this see what i just said what i just said actually explained how things work we don't choose to deny the fact that we, we, we uh, can grow and change. We think that way because we are programmed in our subconscious mind to think that we are hopeless, to think that we're helpless, to think that we're useless, and there's no way or chance or right for us to ever have the the capability to grow or change neither actually none zero nada it's crazy right but it's because of their subtle their subtle resentful body language that they show us each and every single time we share those kinds of news with them that subtle look that subtle stare that comment that usually they'll guest you afterwards and tell you oh it's just a joke you know why do you have to be so sensitive why do i have to be so serious about it why do i have to take things so seriously you're so sensitive like get over yourself you're so dramatic you're such a gr- drama queen like you're so grumpy and and then you just second guess yourself and you ask yourself, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what? Why? Like, I'm just wondering what's going on. And then they tell me it's just a joke and I'm supposed to take this as a joke? What kind of person would do that to their own sibling or child or partner? Like, seriously. But they do. They do and they enjoy it. It's weird because when they do it once, at least just once, and then maybe after a while they regret it and apologize, and actually not attempt to do it the next time, they are genuinely feeling sorry for themselves and you, and they're feeling guilty. And if they actually... Like after they say they say sorry, they don't actually do similar stuff like that and gaslight you afterwards. It's a genuine attempt for them to that they care for you, that they that they put themselves inside of your shoes, not literally but like figuratively, and uh, you know they uh, they saw what it felt like to be in your in your position and they care for you. But if they say sorry and all they do is keep doing the same thing exactly at the same time you share those news with them, that there's an opportunity for you to grow, to change, to move abroad, to move away, Uh, it's time to grow, it's time to to face life, it's time to uh, make adult choices and take decisions and make mistakes and learn from them and grow regardless and all that. And if all the time you receive that fake apology followed by gaslighting, followed by the repetition of the same exact action every single time you share types of news, you gradually become helpless and hopeless. And you give up. Hope in yourself. You do not believe in yourself anymore. That's how self-esteem decreases. And that's how... All those lies that they keep telling us... Are gradually piling up, for sure. But they're gradually becoming... A truth that we believe in. That is how terrible... Manipulation is, and that's how terrible, gaslighting, cruel it is to actually put you in that situation where you forget and intentionally, purposefully forget that you have the right to change and growth. That you ultimately deny it. How come I have the right to change and growth? I am not eligible for that. Why? Let me tell you something. You have been made to believe that you're not eligible or worthy of change and growth. That you cannot seek redemption. That you cannot outsmart those people and you cannot grow. And you cannot seek self-evolution regardless of their abuse. Yeah! (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. You've been trained. You've been programmed. You've been hypnotized. You've been subconsciously made to think that you are not eligible for growth and change because they love to see you suffer. At a point of their life, they were made to also think in those terms. And now when they had you, they didn't know any better. They didn't change the situation. They never dared to... um, you know, cross the path and just learn about how to undo stuff that that has been done to them and learn the scientific matter of things and why things happen and how to change them, I guess they never knew any better. So what they did is they just went along with the flow and now you're here and now you're being treated like fucked up shit because you quote unquote deserve it. Just like they, quote-unquote, deserved it, when no one actually does. It's just the whole generational curse that keeps happening, that keeps repeating itself. And it's successful, until someone has to slay the dragon and freaking stop it. Like Someone has to break the curse, and has to say no, and has to stop, and has to read about writes, and read about life, and read about boundaries, and read about what it takes for someone to step it up a notch, and grow a pair of balls, and pears, and all kinds of fruits and vegetables, and orga- or I was gonna say orgasms, holy shit, uh, organisms, and, um, and just say no. And that you have the right to change and growth. And you repeat it to yourself. And you're you're all filled with this belief. You get goosebumps from even saying it. For God's sake. You have the right to change and growth. And you do not forget that. Whatsoever. You do not let. Anyone take that away from you. You own it. And you. Become. Must become. At that level. You must be. As strong and potent. As the right itself. To and Earth, and honestly, this one is one of my best and most awesome and most favorite one of my personal favorite rights. So that was what I wanted to say <laughs> just I guess I made it a little bit complicated, but yeah, that's what I wanted to say, so um so yeah, don't let that pattern repeat itself those shitty expressions they get you know repeating themselves those exp- those body language type of things exposing exposing themselves to you remember the right number um what was it Yeah, 12. I have a right to not be responsible for other people, for other people's behaviors, actions, feelings, or problems, including body language and the way they perceive you and the way they look at you and the way they talk to you and the way, and what they consider you, all in all. You're not responsible for that. You are not the mannequin. The mannequin? The mannequin they choose to play around with and they choose to manipulate as they wish. You are not their mannequin. You're no longer Pinocchio, growing a nose every time you lie. You're a boy. (laughs) What? What am I saying? You're a human being who's free, okay? You're not a mannequin. You're not someone who doesn't have the right to change a course because you absolutely do You mu- you absolutely must have this right as a very very core like a very central core thing that you must always believe in and never deny or forget or let anyone take away from you because you simply do we all have the right to change and growth and we all have the right to be the best version of ourselves to improve and to also you know make mistakes and failures not be perfect and growth which requires a lot of sacrifices a lot of let goes a lot of obstacles to face a lot of changes in place time people situations i mean etc so yeah okay all right so i am basically done recording this episode i'm i'm i've kind of run out of thoughts right now but uh just wanted to say that this is one of the most important rights that each and every one of us has uh and we should be extremely grateful that we do have this right to change and growth. No matter who we are, no matter where we're from, no matter how old we are, doesn't matter. All that matters is that we can change and we can grow despite the abuse despite the emotional trauma the despite the trauma bonding that happens when when we leave a relationship when we're tired despite all the cognitive dissonance despite all the gaslighting that we receive that makes make us second guess ourselves def- despite the manipulation that imp- that drives us to change our our value of system Oh my God! A system of value, <laughs> uh, a system of value, system of thought, and pattern of behavior, and habits, and uh, yeah. Despite it all, we do have the right to change and growth. And to seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. Hence the name of the podcast, actually. I didn't really tell tell you why I chose the name to be like that. I know it's kind of uh, complicated, self-evolution regardless. But it is inspired by the word regardless. Because every time I say it, I don't want to snap my fingers like that. So, self-evolution regardless. <laughs> and it's, uh, the, the main, the main idea is that there is something called narcissistic abuse and emotional abuse in every, in a lot of situations, and that there is something called self-evolution regardless. Self-evolution means growth, change, Uh, development, uh, improvement, uh, sacrifice, uh, courage, uh, bravery, etc, 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 and regardless. And it doesn't stop there. The full name is regardless of the abuse, but I like to keep it short and sweet, like self-evolution regardless, you know? So, yeah, that is basically the idea of naming the podcast this way, so now you got it. (laughs) So, yeah, I am done, and thank you so much for listening to this episode, I'll see you in the next one, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed rumbling and saying those thoughts a lot out loud and embarrassing myself, but... You know, uh, sharing information with you guys, and I really, really, really hope you got something out of this podcast, whatever it is, and that you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed recording. And remember, you have this right. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode, and as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where where you'll find my podcast available, like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.